When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. It's Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock great Joe Rett for a basketball report today. The Gamecocks coming off a seven-point home loss on Saturday to Tennessee. Tennessee now 13-5 and on the year, and they are 4-3 and in the SEC. They're ranked number 22 in the country this week. And, Joe, I was watching the South Carolina game. Gamecocks now 12-7 and overall and 3-4 and in the league. I was watching the Tennessee game. On Saturday, and in the closing minutes, Joe, I'm sitting there thinking what a great opportunity it is for South Carolina. A chance to beat a ranked team for the second time in one week and a chance to get over 500 in league play. So with, you know, four minutes left in the game, Joe, the game's tied at 59, and I'm thinking, man, this is really a big game for the Gamecocks because they got a chance to get ahead of Tennessee in the standings. They got a chance to get over 500 after starting uh, 1-3 in league play, and Tennessee just made plays not only down the stretch, but throughout the ball game to win the contest on Saturday, Joe. So how big of an opportunity did the Gamecocks miss out on Saturday? Well, we missed a huge opportunity. Um, it was a time, like you said, we had opportunities. Uh, we were tied with so many minutes left in the game. And if you look back at the stats, uh, if you told me that we were shooting 36% again, um, you know, we were shooting pretty poorly the last couple of games. And, and we fortunately won those games, but, I knew eventually uh, the shooting percentage would somehow catch up with us. And uh, you look at uh, Chris Silva, he only shot the ball five times that game. It was one for five. Uh, a lot of that was uh, – he was in foul trouble again. Uh, the Tennessee Kings, they were tough. Uh, they were tough inside the Williams kid. Uh, they had to battle all night long. It was a very physical team that played us, and they just came out and kind of punched us in the mouth. But we just – you know, we hung in there throughout the game, surprisingly, like I said, by uh, how bad we shot compared to, I think, they shot 55 or 56% um, from the floor during the game and a little bit better than us on three-pointers. But um, a lot of opportunity, uh, you know, coming off of uh, those wins from last week, being a really good Kentucky team, uh, you know, they're not that good as they know, but they're still Kentucky. But uh, we had opportunities to get two quality wins and, and build upon that momentum. I was a little disappointed um, just because, Guys just didn't step up. Um, um, you had Justin Minaya. I think he, he played pretty well for a freshman, but some of the other guys, Booker, uh, uh, My- uh, the Wesley Myers kid, he played okay. But this, the, this college basketball, I mean, you just got to have consistency on a, on a daily, every game. And, and, you know, not to put a lot on Chris Silva, um, you're not going to have a good game ever. He came out two tremendous games on last week that propelled the wins. But, uh, you know, when he's not playing well and he's in foul trouble, somebody else is going to have to step up. Is that the Felipe Haas or is that uh, Mike Hosler? Somebody has to um, be that guy to step up. And we didn't have that one guy on Saturday night to uh, be that guy to go to that when times are hard, when Tennessee's pushing it towards us and they're making shots. And we didn't have that one guy to go to on Saturday against Tennessee. So Tennessee beat the Gamecocks 70-63 to Saturday at the CLA. And, Joe, you talked about the field goal percentage in this ball game. This was the ninth consecutive game 
that the Gamecocks shot under 40%, and they're 4-5 and five in those games. Before the season started, Frank Martin said that this was the best shooting team that he's ever had. And for whatever reason, the Gamecocks have not proven that, Joe. So why, why do the Gamecocks continue to shoot a low percentage, and how are they going to improve? I wish I had that answer. Why they shooting so bad? Uh, I'm quite sure Frank sees those guys every day, and I don't think he would just put something like that out there. Uh, he believes in them, and uh, a lot of that has to do, I mean, a lot of times you got to give other defense credit. Uh, different teams play zone against them. A lot of teams put, put a lot of man defense on them, and you know, a lot of guys, some of those guys can shoot the ball really well. You've seen Frank Booker get hot several times. You've seen Wesley Myers get hot. Uh, you've seen Gravis sometimes. He has his moments. But, you know, when, when the game is going and, and guys are putting, uh, you know, they have scouting reports. So guys are putting different pressure on them, taking you out of your comfort zone and, and making it difficult for them. You know, a lot of anybody can go out there stand and, and make shots uh, in practice or in shooting drills. But, uh when that popcorn stopped popping and the soda machine's on, hey, well, you know, things, things seem, to, seem to be a little bit different. So um, I believe that this team will be able to withdraw, I mean, come through all the, the shooting woes. Um, for them to be 4-5 and, and, and shooting under 40% these many games, I am really shocked. But the thing that helps them, that didn't help them that much the other night, was offensive rebounding. And they, even though they haven't been shooting well, they were able to uh, outgain other opponents by, uh, dominating offensive boards and giving ourselves second chance. So that definitely helped us, but it didn't help us on Tuesday uh, against Tennessee the other night. Right. Saturday, Carolina fell to 12-7, and seven, and they're 3-4 and four in the league. And their next opponent will be the Florida Gators. That'll be in Gainesville on Wednesday night this week. Florida now 14-5 and five and 6-1. and one. They're alone in first place in the SEC standings after winning at Kentucky on Saturday. Very close ball game, two-point decision. Kentucky wanted a foul at the end of the game when they were trying to tie or take the lead. Didn't get the call. Coach Cal did not appreciate uh, the way it was officiated late in that ball game and criticized the officiating, uh, you know, to a, to a large extent uh, after the ball game. So Florida alone in first in the SEC. It's six and one. They're a half a game ahead of Auburn. Auburn's five and one in the league. Alabama currently five and two. Kentucky and Tennessee are four and three. Missouri is three and three, and the Gamecocks are currently tied for seventh in the league. A four-way tie for seventh at three and four in the conference. So, Joe, we're hearing that you know the SEC could get eight teams or more in the NCAA tournament this year, and that would be an all-time high for the Southeastern Conference. But the Gamecocks uh, still got some work to do if they're going to get back to the tournament this year. They're bunched up in that pack, tied for seventh in the league. Yes, it is. And um, you look at this Florida team, and I think the season started. They were probably in top ten, top five in the beginning of the season. They had they they went through their um couple losses within the season and now seem to be turning around now they're in conference where they're six and one in the conference right now. I think their long losses to Ole Miss at Ole Miss and again and I always talk about how tough it is to win on the road. But they're six and one right now and they're playing some real quality basketball right now. This is uh Coach Mike White's third season and we know what happened last year. Um they made it run to the Elite Eight, and unfortunately, they ran up against South Carolina in the Elite Eight, and we beat them. And it was just a very, very tough team. I think they brought a lot of guys back from last year, so they're in, in a good position this year to try to make another run in NCAA. Uh, if you told me that this team would be doing this well after you know the great Billy Donovan that left there several years ago to Oklahoma City, um, you know he, you know his um, resume he won two national championships, back-to-back championships back in the days. And for Mike White to come in and replace a guy like that, you have to give him a lot of props. Um, they have a great program down there. He's um, 
maintaining the course right now. And, and right now they're in the top of the conference and, you know, uh, beat another good Kentucky team. You know, that's usually a rival game between Kentucky and Florida. But uh, Kentucky, I mean, Florida um, pulled out one out the other night. So uh, another tough game for us um, tomorrow night. Uh, going down to Gainesville is always tough. Uh, you know, those fans, uh, you know, they, they still have, they probably got a bit of taste in their mouth from us knocking them out last year in the Elite Eight. So, yep. uh, uh, you know they're going to be pumped up tomorrow. So um, it, we just got to play. Like I said before, this team margin of error is very slim. Uh, we have to play almost a perfect game every night, and, we, and that means not turning the ball over, winning the rebound and battle, uh, uh, making shots easy for Silva, getting him more involved, him, staying out of foul trouble. Uh, we just have to play a perfect game and, and, and for us to have a chance. And, and can we do it? Absolutely, we can. Uh, Guys, we just got to pay attention to details. I know Frank Martin's going to have a, you know, the best game plan for this squad for tomorrow night. So if they go out and do what they need to do, and uh, play with a lot of confidence, put that Tennessee loss behind them because we've seen that we can win games. We can win games in this conference. So uh, again, let's go out and do what we need to do, and you know, stay true to who we are and, and give ourselves a chance on tomorrow night. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great. Joe Rett here on Gamecock Central Radio, South Carolina at Florida tomorrow night, 7 o'clock tip-off in Gainesville. It'll be on the SEC Network, big game in the SEC and a huge game for South Carolina. The Gamecocks currently in the middle of this four-game stretch where they're playing nationally ranked opponents, and they'll get uh, 14th-ranked Texas Tech at the CLA on Saturday. So, Joe, we knew that this was a tough stretch of games for South Carolina. They beat Kentucky at home last week, but then lost to Tennessee also at home on Saturday. So now the Gamecocks go on the road to take on this Florida team that they knocked out in the Elite Eight last year, as you mentioned. And you got to believe that that left a bad taste in the mouth of Gator players and coaches and fans, and they're going to be looking to you know, score a measure of revenge tomorrow night down at the O'Connell Center in Gainesville. So Florida's 20th in the country. They're 6-1 and one in the league, 14-5 and five overall. Frank Martin met with the media yesterday, and he gave us an injury update, Joe. He said that Corey Holden, the Gamecock guard, who's been bothered by that knee injury for some time now, will likely miss the next 7 to 10 days. Uh, Corey did some work with the training staff yesterday, but Frank said he's just not 100%. They're going to hold him out for another week or 10 days, Joe. Another tough blow for the, uh, the Gamecocks, you know, again, fell to love. Felder had his issues earlier in the year. He wasn't able to play at the point guard. Um, of course, P.J. Dozier goes to the, uh, try to, in the professional career. And Corey was that guy that was supposed to come in um, from uh, out of Delaware that was supposed to fill in that role. And due to the injuries, he wasn't able to do that. So we've only seen glimpses of him throughout this year. And it's unfortunate that, you know, this injury um, has affected this team because they depended on a lot. Uh, they depended a lot on him. Uh, he's a transfer that came in. So uh, a lot has been placed on Gravit and a lot has been placed on Wesley Myers. And those guys have, uh, you know, I think they've done the best that they can do for right now. But if we can get Corey back in and get his confidence going, you know, the guys, he has a track record. I think he averaged like 18 points up there in Delaware. So uh, uh, if we get him going and get him back healthy, he can definitely be a plus to this team down the stretch. Frank Martin talked about losing to Tennessee, coming off that loss, and now having to go play a tough road game at Florida tomorrow night. And Frank said that young guys tend to overreact to wins and losses, Joe. He said the older players, the veteran players, tend to brush them off and bounce back a little bit more quickly and get ready to play for the next game. I thought that was an interesting insight into the psychology of college basketball players, Joe. 
based on your experience playing for the Gamecocks, do you find that to be true? Young players tend to overreact to wins and losses? Well, you, you got to think about it. I remember as a player coming in, I came from a high school, uh, we won a lot. And we didn't lose that much. And most of these guys coming in, they won on their level in high school, winning probably a state championship, and they're not used to um, losing. So, and, and as a youth, you take that kind of heart. So the guys that, that's been there, um, you know, they learn to brush it off. They, they know to put that in the back of my mind because we got another game. So the young guys tend to do that because they're just not used to it and, and losses are tougher for them. And they come in and they're coming in thinking they can win every game, but that's just not the case sometimes in college and uh, here at South Carolina right now. We don't have a team like that. But um, uh, I agree with them. I understand why the, the mentality of the freshmen or the young guys are like that. You, you know, you got the Silvers and the older guys. You know, they're not used to winning because they've been, you know, the past two years, South Carolina has done really well. But um, they know to put that in the back again, put that in the back of their mind, and to just move on to the next game because you don't want that lingering effect to the next game, saying, "Hey, we lost the last game. Uh, uh, what can we do this game? Just put it behind us and move on because it, it can have a bad effect when you want to keep thinking about the, the last loss." Frank Martin said that the Gamecocks are going to have to attack the paint against Florida, Joe, and shoot balls that give the Gamecocks a chance to offensive rebound. What kind of shots give the Gamecocks the best chance to offensive rebound? Well, he, he likes to get the ball in the pinch post, get the guy shot to the elbow. Um, just good, clean shots where, well, if it does come off, you have the coach, sorry, you have the, uh, uh, Silver down there in position uh, to get those offensive rebounds. A lot of times when you shoot those threes, you shoot so many threes, they tend, if they're not going in, they tend to go long. So if you get some close, I mean, getting the ball closer inside, getting the ball to Crystal, getting the ball to, Felipe Hodgins side, so uh, that just gives you, you know, higher percentage shots give you, you know, they'll have a better chance of making it because they're closer in, uh, and if they do miss, guys are in position and, and, and to get in that offensive rebound position, so no doubt, that's, that's our bread and butter uh, for this team. Uh, we're very athletic inside, and, 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 and when we, we're, you know, pounding the board, that's always been Frank Martin's team. He's always tried to dominate the board because, you know, second say you can't second-guess the second-chance second uh, shot at him because once once you get it down there, you got an opportunity to go right back up. Or a lot of times, that's where you get your best three when you get that offensive rebound and kick it back out because everybody's drawn in. You kick it back out, you know, you got your guys wide open and you can knock down those threes. Joe, the Gamecocks season can be summed up with one stat, I believe. When the Gamecocks score 70 or more, they're 11-0 and this year, and when they don't, they're 1-7. and The one win being at Georgia – uh, 10 days or so ago. So, uh, you know, what do you attribute that to, Joe? And what do the Gamecocks got to do to start hitting 70 more often? I uh, just get out, uh, go out there with more confidence and knowing that they can make it. Uh, getting better opportunities, getting out, starting on defense. If you can get out, get some turnovers and get some easy baskets, that'll, that'll definitely help as far as getting baskets and helping give this team some confidence as they go throughout the game. Uh, you just got to go out and shoot it. The teams are trying to take certain options away from them. They're trying to make it hard for our shooters that we have. They know, you know, honestly, Frank Book is not a guy that you can – he takes shots off the dribble. He's a guy that Frank calls steps for for him to go through screens to get those open threes. And a lot of teams are taking that away from him and making it hard for him when he do get the ball. So, um, Duke, I mean, state points is a lot in college, man, and we need to improve on that. So just, all it is just making shots, Anderson. They just got to make shots. We missed too many shots. If you improve that 36, 35% that we've been shooting the last nine or 10 games, 
huge to a tremendous that we'll have better opportunities to win and, and, and you know, things will look better for us if we make a shot. I mean, that's just obvious that, that you make shots, you win games. And when you shoot at low percentage, it, it tends to, to make things a lot more difficult for, for you. Gamecock great. Joe Rett joins us each week here on Gamecock Central Radio to talk Gamecock basketball. Joe, thanks for your time and your expertise. Thanks, my man. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, hopefully we can go down to Gainesville tomorrow and pull down another uh, good win for us. 7 o'clock tip-off tomorrow night. Gamecocks at the Gators Wednesday night this week. Florida's won 8 of 9 since losing to Clemson back on December the 16th and the ranked 20th in the country. So Joe and I will come back to talk about this Florida game and we'll preview Texas Tech later this week. For Joe Rett, I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for joining us on GCR. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.